Well, I suppose shortages of medicine, Pat, is nothing new. It, it, it happens continuously. Um, I suppose what, what is more focused at the moment is the fact that there's so many of them and it's affecting kind of more more um, medications that we, we require larger volumes of on a more regular basis, like, as you said, the antibiotics, etc. Now, why do they go short? This is the million-dollar question. There could be any number of reasons um, uh, contributing to this. I mean, we're a small island on the edge of Europe. Logistically, um, trying to get medicines over to us um, can be kind of a bit more difficult than if we were on mainland Europe. Uh, there's a, a increased costs involved, logistics, you know, uh, inflationary costs as well. Uh, Brexit, of course, has had an effect on the availability of medications. COVID-19, which has had a knock-on effect with the manufacturing of medications. Um, and then there's a shortage of raw materials and there's also supply logistics uh, in place as well. So why certain medicines go short can be any number of those reasons. Plus, you've got to uh, couple with that the increased demand, especially for the antibiotics with uh, the respiratory um, infections that we had um, there before Christmas and uh, throughout January, that's going to have um, a contributing uh, factor also. Um, now, let me just try and assure uh, all the people listening this morning that pharmacists and GPs are as frustrated about this as you are. Um, we, we're doing our best in the sense that when we get a prescription for a medication, uh, we'll do our best to try and get that medication, or if not, we'll get a substitute. As was sometimes it's easier um, than others. Sometimes the GP we can get in contact with them um, much quicker than other times, and they can prescribe an alternative. The problem arises when there isn't an alternative, or if it's more difficult to get in contact with the prescriber, which often happens if it's a if it's an emergency room uh, prescription or if it's a Shannon Doc prescription. You know, for yes. example, if I get a Shannon Doc prescription, as most pharmacies would, they'd arrive in in the morning. There'll be a Shannon Doc script from the night before. You can't contact that prescriber. They're, you know, they've they've gone off duty. There's no way you're going to get an alternative. That's putting the pain back on the patient or their family to try and get in touch with their GP, who they probably weren't able to get in touch with in the first place, and that's why they ended up having to go to Shannon Doc. So it's a kind of it's a bit of a just a, a, a frustrating for everybody involved. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I, I'm curious to know who is responsible, Phelan, for getting medications into the country. Does the HSC have a responsibility as the, the central orderer or importer or whatever? Is there an agency or an organisation who is responsible for for getting all necessary medicines into Ireland to distribute to GPs, pharmacies or wherever it might be? Um, well, I suppose the Department of Health and, yeah. you know, there's a number, there's a, there'll be a number of kind of um, uh, factors involved, if you like. You know, the Department of Health would be in contact with the actual uh, medication, the drug companies, if you like. Um, and you, you go back to step one where, you know, uh, an agreement will be made with the drug companies on the price of a medication. Um, so then, I suppose, it will be up to the kind of um, the HSE and the Department of Health to kind of ensure that there is a kind of um, uh, medicines in, in the country or available to get into the country uh, to be able to kind of be dispensed but ultimately, it'll probably be the, the wholesalers who would buy in the medication or be able to source the medication for it to be able to be um, mm-hmm. uh, 
distributed to the pharmacies, be they in hospital or community pharmacies, to be able to dispense the medication. So there would be, I suppose, there'd be a few factors involved as, as to who is to get or who is responsible to get the medication into the country. Now, the IPU, we're, we're looking for a couple of things to be put in place, as we have been for a while. Um, in relation to the shortage of medicine, we, we've been asking the government um, to implement what we would call a serious medicine shortage protocol. Now, this was introduced in the UK. Now, what does that mean? That means we get a prescription for an item um, for a patient, let's, let's say an antibiotic, that isn't available, that we're allowed to use our professional judgment uh, to be able to to, um, to substitute that for something else for another antibiotic that we can we know that uh, will will yes. kind of treat treat the illness. Now that was introduced in the UK to great effect. It's very very successful. It's taking the pressure a bit off ourselves, off the patient, and especially off the GP because the last thing a GP who are already snowed under the last thing they need is for ten pharmacies to be ringing them throughout the day saying can't get this, uh, what can we get instead or what's, what can we use to substitute it. The other thing, the other couple of things, uh, and this goes back to the supply chain again, we we would like there to be uh, an implementation of our contingency or reserve supply of critical medicines kept in the country. Um, you know, and um, there's a lot of medicines that are actually um, manufactured here in the country. You know, to keep them in the country rather than sending them abroad um, to other markets to make sure that um, our market is, is looked after. Um, I remember last year, just as an example, I was trying to source a particular medication for a patient. Um, it wasn't available in Ireland uh, with my through my kind of normal uh, lines of uh, uh, of delivery, mm-hmm. and I had to I had to go to the UK. And the answer I was given in the UK, they had plenty of the medication, but they weren't going to release it to me because the British government had said it wasn't allowed to be exported out of the country. It had to remain within the UK just to look after the, the citizens of the UK and nobody else. You know, so... There, there is so much that can be done, so there could be... Because most medications, presumably, Phelan would have a good shelf life. They could last. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, various... You know, they vary. Different medications would have better ones than others, you know. But generally speaking, there is a good, a good shelf life. And there is a bit of rigging room as well. You know, even with the with the expiry date um, on a lot of medications, but um, is licensing also sorry for cutting across your film, Is licensing mm-hmm. still an issue? Because for the sake of argument, uh, a large company brings out a medication that's going to be a premium price for the mm-hmm. length of the license they have, and then when the license expires, others can make the same medication. If I understand this properly, at a much cheaper price, is this part yes. of as well? A part of as well. A lot of medication is very very expensive. It would. When, when, yes, you're dead right. I mean, when, it, when new medication comes on the market or that, um, I suppose the company, because they've spent so much money in developing the medication, um, they yeah. set the price to try and recoup some of that. So then when, when it goes off patents, um, uh, generic companies are able to produce the medicine at a cheaper rate. Um, what, what, what we've noticed over the, the last number of years, you know, is that the number of generic companies, you know, they, they tend to streamline, you know, um, the medications that mm-hmm. they produce now, I suppose, to, to maximise their profitability in that regard. Now, th- that the cost of medicine absolutely is having a factor in this situation, you know, um, and, you know, you wonder if, you know, the, the kind of bringing the medicine prices down that was done over the last 20 years albeit it needed to be done and it was a great thing 
but is that coming back to bite us now? Yes. Are our drug companies now saying, well, why would I sell it to them when I can sell it over here for, you know, X times the price? You know, I'm I'm purely just speculating now, Pat. 